Street Friends. I haven't been on for a while. I'm coming at you with a minivan chronicles driving on my way home. I want to chat with you guys today about something called B-Maps, okay? Um, so this is an idea, something I picked up. Sorry, my windshield papers are going crazy. Um, an idea I picked up from Sarah Nursewick over at Egg Teacher How To's. Um, so today I did like the classic hand washing lap. So students, um, you can buy the pack on Amazon. It has like the lotion that's supposed to um, simulate like germs on your hands. And then you have the black light. And so students put on the lotion, they go wash their hands, and then um, they come back and check their hands and see how well they wash them. Okay. So what I decided to do is make my students do more of the legwork. So I've always just done this lab where I've kind of explained to them what's going to happen. They go, they do that, they wash their hands, and then we chat about it. So it kind of is short and kind of like lackluster. So I decided to make it more inquiry-based, make the students do the work. So use something called a VMAP. So with this VMAP, I had the students... Um, they had to, sorry, I'm, I can't think right now. <laughs> There's a van trying to pass me. I feel like I need to race them. Just kidding. Okay, so VMAP. Students have to come up with their own inquiry question, um, their hypothesis for that question, vocabulary that might go along with the lab. They have to come up with what data they want to collect, how they're going to collect it, and then they also are going to come up with, um, or, or write out their what happened. So I had students do this with the hand washing lab. I simply told them what was going to happen um, or what lab it was. Hand washing lab, kind of like a quick overview. They came up with their own questions. So I had questions like, does the type of soap you use matter? Um, like how well you wash your hands um, or impact how well you wash your hands um, or the amount of germs left. Does the length you wash your hands impact how many germs are left on your hands? Does the um, technique you use impact? So students came up with really good questions. I had them um, brainstorm with a partner for 30 seconds. I had um, a handful of students share it with the class and then they wrote down their inquiry question. And so if you visualize on a sheet of paper, um, are going to turn it landscape like horizontal they do a line make a v and then do a line and so across the line lines on the top they're going to write their inquiry question on the left hand side um, underneath that top line to the left of the v you're going to have them write any vocab so any vocab i had them do that has to do with this hand washing lesson so we brainstormed as a class um, they said antibacterial sanitizing germs um, zoonotic so disease, um, all of those they had as their vocab words, so they wrote them in, and then they came up with their hypothesis. So based on their inquiry question, they came up with their own hypothesis. So I think that washing your hands for 30 seconds will be sufficient, or whatever it might be. Then on the right side of the V, underneath the top line, students, um, I had students write down, no, sorry, right side of the V and the bottom, so they're following the V across, they write down what um, what data they're going to collect, 
okay? And students came up with like, I'm gonna wash, we only had time for the students to wash their hands twice. So I'm gonna count how long I wash my hands the first time and how long I wash my hands the second time. Um, and students kind of like, after they did their first trial, then they kind of figured out what they wanted to do for their second trial. So, you know, students who wash their hands for 30 seconds um, were like, well, I didn't get everything, I'm gonna wash it for longer, you know? Um, I had students that were like, well, the first time I washed it with soap, I'm going to wash it with di like hand soap versus dish soap or whatever else. So they figured it out. Um, it was kind of like some of them did it as they went. It was good. Um, and then they wrote down their conclusions. So why, was there anything that was surprising to them? Why do they think they got the results that they did? It was so good. I am like so amazed. Um, at how much the students learned. And I kind of, so I went online, I Googled VMAP, um, and this was like typical Hannah fashion. We were doing this today. I didn't like Googled it during my prep this morning. So <laughs> I Googled VMAPs. I drew one on the board, kind of a simplified version. This is the first time that they've done it. And oh, it was good. It was really good. Um, I think I'm gonna try and save. I, I did it in my stories today on Instagram, so I'm gonna try and save it underneath highlights so you guys can kind of get a visual of what it looked like. Um, looked like in class, but it was a good, good day. So um, I just wanted to quickly chat about that. Um, an update on our cell phone policy. So um, many of you have heard just from my Instagram and previous podcast episodes. If you haven't listened to the cell phone episode with Natalie Strauss, I want to pop on over and catch that one. Um, can you guys hear I'm turning right now? <laughs> um, and so our cell phone policy, I am fairly impressed. Um, you know, I feel like I was somewhat resistant to it just because I wanted the opportunity to teach students responsible um, cell phone usage, but I still feel like I'm getting the opportunity to teach them. Um, a lot of students are doing a good job of like, I took a picture on my phone of um, some information. I need to look at it. Is it okay if I can take it out? Um, and that kind of behavior I think is also important, like asking permission, finding a time when it's appropriate to like ask to take your phone out. Um, we still, I feel like um, we're in our second week of school and I feel like I'm seeing the phones like slip out a little bit more here and there. Um, students are definitely more sneaky. Um, but I have sent students to in school suspension too for it. So, um, you know, it's kind of been that you have, um, you know, a couple of strikes and then you're out. So, um, our policy is that first, um, the first time that you get a warning, first, first time that it's out in class, you get a warning. And then second time it's in school suspension. And then after that, it's possible dismissal or suspension. So, um, students have been pretty good and it's nice you know I was a little bit worried about like I felt like it was kind of imposing on like my choices for classroom management but it really has been nice to kind of take that that part out of the classroom management um, so uh, overall I have positive things to say about it I um, am fairly impressed with how it's going 
And I think part of that is our administration was really like, yep, we're going to make this happen and people are going to going to need to listen. Our kids are going to need to listen, listen and follow protocol. So, um, I am very thankful for it. So just pulling into the gas station now. I am happy. I'm back. I've missed you guys. I hope all of you are having a great, um, back to school. I know some of you already started in August, but back to school, um, time. And I hope you guys are all taking care of yourself as well. If you ever need me, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Mrs. Wedger. Um, comment, send me just what you're doing in your class. I want to know. And if you want to be a guest on Egg with Miss Wedger, I am always looking for people. And obviously now that the school year started, looking for more people to record with. So have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.